Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hi. Hi. Pat, hi. Um, how you doing? Great. How are I you? Starting, okay. Um, I'm doing good. Uh, I was glad to have Nick Russo on the show last week because it made watching the Oscars a little better. And I didn't watch all of it um, just because I knew what was going on, you know. But I... Uh, I didn't watch all of it, to be fair. I, I'm planning on... I recorded it, planning on going back, but I did see some parts. Yeah. Uh, did you see... The, I didn't see any parts. I seen the aftermath. Okay. Which I, was... The, I didn't see any parts. Which was the guy reading the wrong... Yeah. You yeah. know, I just don't understand. I mean, it, I, I've heard a couple different versions of what happened, this and that, but you know what? That That is like the big night of the year. Like, it, you can't allow something like that to happen. Yeah, you think you double-check a little bit, right? Yeah. Are you sure this is right? You know. <laughs> well, they said it was the presenter who took the wrong card. Okay. But who's giving it to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he yeah, just you, taking it on his own? Yeah, there's just like a, a list of cards there. You just got to go grab one. Especially, the weird thing about that is that's one that was already been used, right? So, is there not a discard pile? Right. And so, you think that uh, I just figure that out a little bit. on a big, a big event like that, you just don't. Like, let that be a variable, like a yeah. possibility. Yeah. Uh, I saw a great GIF. Uh, I shared it on Chubstep's Facebook. Yeah. And uh, it's Brendan Fraser reacting to George of the Jungle actually getting drawn as the <sighs> <laughs> as the best picture at the Academy Awards. So everybody check that out, Chubstep, on Facebook. But, uh, yeah, no, that was kind of crazy. Just, yeah, you saw the aftermath. I guess that's, like, kind of the highlight was that there was right. something crazy that happened, something different. Rag'em, rack, rag'em, rack, rack ball. How'd Russo do? So Russo uh, actually did pretty decent. Uh, so he guessed best picture would be La La Land, which was the favorite. But, uh, in fact, he was wrong about that. It was Moonlight. But fine. Hey, hey, hey. Right. And, you know, I, I, I didn't see either movie, and yep. I'm not a movie fanatic. But even on the radio, when I listened to it in the morning, they said that was going to run away with all the awards. Yes. Yeah, so they thought that. Um, and he did guess Best Actor, Manchester by the Sea, Casey Affleck. He talked about how he was good on that. why is everyone hating on that guy? People hate on him? Yeah. I say, just saying he's a bad guy, like in real life. Oh, there was some case against him, Some, I think some sexual assault case. I would have to double-check that. I think there was some sort of, like, allegation. Yikes. There was an allegation against him, and oh. so there's nothing that's been confirmed well, or see, anything like that. Well, see, this is why I asked. I yes, don't know. there was something with him, um, so people were upset about that. Uh, he did also get Emma Stone as Best Actress, so we got that. And then he also mentioned the, uh, the Best Documentary, and that being the 30 for 30, the OJ Made in America. Is that at ESPN? Yeah, that was ESPN Isn't that 30 crazy? for 30. Yeah, yeah. They got an Oscar. You never, I don't know. Stuff. I just wouldn't think to put the two together. What, ESPN? ESPN and the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, well, it's because they make, they're legit making these. They're, it's the documentaries are legit 
documentaries. Yeah. They're good. I mean, they really make. There's very few that I've seen that be like that's boring or that's not good. Like the stories that they choose to make for thirty to thirties are usually pretty solid. I thought the XFL one was kind of a disappointment. Oh, I just saw that pop up. I was going to watch it. You don't think it's that great? I, no, I it wasn't. Yeah. Well, I don't think the documentary wasn't that great. I just don't think the story. I, I thought the XFL was great when I was a kid. I just yeah. didn't think. Yeah, it wasn't as exciting as I remember. Got it. Okay. Okay. But in general. I would say, you know, majority of them are like very enjoyable and you don't really even have to be that big of a sports fan to enjoy a lot of these. Like a lot of times they kind of just the way they tell the story is more kind of just kind of transcends just the sports aspect of it. You know, it's more personal, which is a huge part of it because you can have a super interesting topic and just the way you present it could be bad or I mean, like really it's it's more about how you present it than it is the actual topic and i think that yeah. kind of is a huge example with the espn 30 for 30 where i can watch some documentary where my mom can watch a documentary on the 8990 detroit pistons the bad boys documentary and really enjoy that when she doesn't really you know she never pro- she probably never watched one game that the detroit pistons played in 1989 or 1990 even though she was alive during that time you know like that just kind of tells you how well you can present something and how that's you know a lot of times it's just how you do it and they do it well so Props to them. I Again, I thought the OJ Made in America, I thought it honestly was a little long. It had some interesting facts in there. I thought it was a little long, and I, I didn't find it overly. I thought it, I thought there was other ways that I've seen the OJ case, like the People vs. OJ Simpson, the um, the TV short, like the, the short that they did, the miniseries. And I thought that was better than OJ Made in America. But um, it still was well-deserving. I mean, it still was well put together. But also, it's a little weird when you have a documentary feature that is, it was like, you know, five hour and a half long episodes. And you're comparing that to some movie that is like one, you know, maybe it's an hour, hour and a half, half long thing. Yeah. So you have a lot more, you could put a lot more stuff in five like a, episodes. Well, it was a series. It was a series, but they were able to put it in the feature thing because they were kind of long enough. That's why it was kind of a gray area that it was even in there. I just think it's a little bit weird to be comparing one. it. Yeah. yeah. It's like super long episodes that each could be its own movie, but it's, yeah. I don't. I think if you looked at one of those episodes compared to any of the other docs that were up there, I it just seems kind of weird, you know, like one episode in this OJ made for America was not necessarily a great standout thing. They were kind of like all, it seems a little unfair to make that comparison, but, uh, whatever, whatever. whatever. I'm all about me, baby. A company party that I was, uh, nice. Yeah, it was fun. Free food. Um, not that kind of company party, just no. more like a uh, youngsters. There was no food. Youngsters company party, <laughs> no food. It's got to be no food. food involved. It's not a party without food. That's true. I got some food beforehand. Some That's chicken. just a get together. <laughs> some chicken shawarma. I'm a big uh, Mediterranean food is kind of blowing up a lot in the last like two years, and I'm a big fan of that. That's good stuff. Well, yeah, we get that every once in a while too. Yeah, it's yeah. It, like I'm a big fan. Like they have a lot of those. Like now they're having like the Chipotle style is kind of the way to go now. Everybody's kind of doing that. Um, there's plenty of places in Chicago, but like, you'll just get like, you go up there, you kind of, I want that with the couscous with the, you know, uh, with the chicken and the baba ganoush, baba ganoush. And then, you know, that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it's a, like a way easier way to do it. You don't have to wait for the, you know, it's all ready prepared and you just kind of pick it out. That's like, that's the best way to go about getting food. Okay. Um, I like Arby sauce. Yeah. Subway kind of started that model, but Subway's just super slow and not that great. Um, so yeah, Chipotle kind of perfected that people have kind of taken that over. Yeah, don't go to Subway during lunch hour. I almost missed my lunch. You did that? I did. What were you going to get? I just didn't bring a lunch. I was going to get a quick sandwich. 
line was going out. Yeah, the there's door not really was... so much. <laughs> you can't really get a quick sandwich at Subway. It's no. kind of because everybody's like, I don't know what I want. Like, do I want that? Yeah, or that? I, I, it reminds me of my days at the salad bar too, where they pick one thing at a time. Yeah, <laughs> oh and especially God. what's crazy about Subway is like, yeah, they'll have some LTOs, you know, they have some limited time offers, but in general, the menu is pretty much the same. And a lot of times their LTOs are basically just like variations on the stuff they already have. They have a special sauce. They have like a special sauce. That's what I'm about. I'm all about But the like, sauce. you know that they have green peppers and cucumbers and tomato and veggies, banana man. peppers and onions, like come a little prepared, you know, a little right. ahead of time, like, oh, <laughs> and people like pick stuff out of order too like yeah. they pick something all the way to the left and come back yeah. to the beginning yeah it drives me nuts sinbad uh sinbad the comedian not to be confused with sinbad beyond the veil of mist the worst brendan fraser movie but sinbad the comedian used to have a uh, stand-up sketch where you talk about you make fun of people ordering from mcdonald's and how they'd always take a long time oh and my how God, the menu at mcdonald's yeah. hasn't changed number one ever. yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, you could, you basically should should have an idea before you go to a lot of these places what you're going to have because uh, it's been the same forever. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the self-ordering machines at McDonald's? I just noticed that at uh, McDonald's well, over by my work. You know what? I used to see a lot more of those than I see now. I, have not, I honestly have not seen one of those in five years. You I know, used to see them. Like high school, I remember a few places around my house had those. I haven't seen those in forever. I like my Big Mac with no lettuce, extra yeah. sauce. Yeah. Can I do that? With the machine, yeah, I, yeah, they have substitutions really? with the machines. I, I, that's weird. These point that up. I completely forgot that that was even. They just installed them at the place over that is close to where I work. Yeah, thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, they're just basically just eliminating more jobs by you know. It's like, well, are they it also eliminating up more the jobs or are they speeding well, up the process? I guess you know it's more efficiency. I, I mean, you probably would say maybe you had to have three people normally at the cashier. Maybe you could do two. Maybe you could get rid of one job. But it really is more of an efficiency thing. Put more people but, in the back, man. Get but, that food out. It's but fast really, food. really, what that does is that it basically moves the time. Like basically, the consumer is now adding more time because there's no way you can work those machines as fast as the cashier can work the machines. They do that all the time. That's their job. So like you going up there and doing that is always going to take you. If you would just say one person walking in McDonald's, that one person, it would be way faster than them just go to the cashier and order it, then type in their thing in the it's like self ordering no, option. But when you have a ton of people, kind of the efficiency of all the different individual machines, even though it takes longer individually as a group, I think that is a better option. It's always kind of weird when you see the fancier McDonald's like that. And then... The fancier McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> the one right yeah. off the expressway that's super busy. Yeah. That's what I think of when you say fancier McDonald's. Yeah. Well, it's it's weird how there's always, there is variations of like, you'll go to some Taco Bell like in Mississippi and it'll be different than the Taco Bell in, you know, Chicago or in the suburbs or those kind of things. It is weird how, the, how it's all the same restaurant, but it varies you kind of know the ones that might take longer or there's just employees are bad or just it's kind of strange how that whole thing works. Explain as you would a child. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, Pat, I was thinking about uh, worse things. Are you ever late to stuff? Never. You ever late? You're never really late? No. Okay. I'm a procrastinator, so I okay. almost don't do tasks on okay. time. Uh, but I'm never really late i always leave super early okay have you ever been okay think about if you've ever been late what is the worst thing you've ever been late to a test you're late to a test yeah what give me the details of that um well i don't know i was just kind of running late 
Like, <laughs> okay, this is very helpful. But, so, like, you were, it was this in no, high school, I, and no, like, you. this was in college. Okay, college, you just woke up late. I just didn't really and, care. It okay. wasn't even, it wasn't even that I woke up late. Yeah. It was senior year. Yeah. I, I was just doing stuff around the house, and I put it off exact last minute. As, as I'm walking in the building, there's just a sheep herd of people. Okay. It's going in super slow. Yeah. And the professor, for whatever reason, was passing it out super early. And I was like 30 seconds late. Okay. Well, this is not okay. Dude made like a huge deal out of it. Okay. (laughs) Like, just try to embarrass me. Yeah. Took the test, whatever. Yeah. Got it done. But I mean, I wasn't very late. Got it. Okay. So you're not, see, my. I'm just usually there like 10 minutes early. Okay. I wasn't. My family has a thing. Um, I'm not going to put any blame on individual members of my family as they may listen to this podcast. But uh, my family is, you know, kind of known for being late to things. Fashionably late? Fashionably late, I would like to think. Uh, There's been two times that it's been a main issue. One of them, it was me individually. Uh, My parents used to say it's because their last name started with a Z, so we had to be late to things. We could be the last ones there. Um, I guess as a child, that was me, you know, kind of looking up and seeing their... Their, their issues with time and then maybe me being okay with it because I thought that there was a there was an alphabetical, you know, kind of relationship to that. Um, turns out it has nothing to do with our last name. <laughs> but here's, here's two times. The first one I'll start with me was one time I was late. So we had our finals. Um, this was junior year of high school. We had our finals and for physics. And it was in the morning. And we decide as a group we're going to go to IHOP before our finals we're like oh let's get some breakfast beforehand you know it's open 24 hours right all the hops are so we'll go out there we'll go to some ihop and i was driving one car and then uh big money banks a friend of the show who made all of our intros uh he except for the jeff goldblum intro i made that and booze news and booze news which is actually he is working on booze news i talked to him the other day nice so i was uh at breakfast with him he drove separately and there was two other us and so we are eating at IHOP and then we go back and about, I'm just about pulling in the school when uh, I get a call from Mr. Matt Banks that his cars, uh, I think it was the serpentine belt had broken on his car. And uh, for those that don't know, it kind of runs like the alternator and runs basically a lot of the components in your car, it runs off the engine. And when that's broken, you can't really drive the car. So granted we had timed this. So I would arrive in school, you know, like right before the test. And now I find out that his car is broken down and I had to go turn around and go pick him up with another guy and then drive back to the school. So I ended up being about when it was all said and done, I think we had like an hour and 15 minutes to complete this test. And I showed up 35 to 40 minutes late to the test It's pretty bad because I had to pick up these guys. I would have been there on time for the record. <laughs> and uh, I remember doing really bad Guilty on that test. Did really bad on that test. Luckily, I was doing well enough in the in the class before that that the test didn't matter as much. But I think like I finished with like a D on that test. It was like a final. Oh no! And uh, <laughs> it all worked out. <laughs> Turns out it all worked out. But uh, it was yeah, that was one time. But the, the worst time I remember being late for something was uh, this was with my family, and one of our one of my oldest friends, uh, one of my friends that I'd known since 1996 is when I met him. That's a long time. Yes, 1996 was when it was. Um, Justin Tree. Shout out to Justin Tree. He was getting married. And this was maybe five years ago, I want to say. And we show up. We decide, you know, we're going to the wedding. Turns out we're running a little late. So the way they had their wedding set up is they were getting married at this Lynx-style golf course, which, for those that don't know, it's kind of like an English style. It's a lot of, like, tall grass and very, like, 
kind of hilly, and they had they were having their wedding reception at the top top of a tee box. So it was kind of like a nice flat grass area, but it was kind of up high. But you had to walk from the from the clubhouse over to the tee box. And we, we showed up. We showed up at the time where everybody was over at the tee box, except for the bride was about to make the walk from the clubhouse to oh, the tee box. So we we show up. We show up right before she's about to walk out, and they're like, "Why don't you just walk out first? So we walked out, and that, you know, everybody's like looking back, like waiting for the bride. We walk out first, and then get in our seats, and then she walks out. Um, <laughs> And goes out there. So you didn't interrupt the ceremony. We did didn't. <laughs> we did maybe just delayed it a few minutes. Um, but uh, yeah, but she was very nice about it. Like you were expecting a lot of like she could have no been no bridezilla. You could easily easily she could have been like what I was maybe maybe you know later on she was like what was that about like who are these yeah, guys <laughs> these... ruining my day yeah ruining my day but it all worked out uh, they're still married so it all worked out there so you go. shout out to them Justin's actually about to have a kid so shout out to Justin for that shout out to Justin and it all I would like to say we have some part of that for maybe delaying the gratification delayed gratification I'd like to say a little bit you played a role yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say I played a role <laughs> but hey that's just me oh is that Chappaquinnick the girl Teddy Kennedy the bridge the car i played a major role so another thing i was looking at pat uh twitter accounts there's a ton of twitter accounts so i have you a twitter never account. go on twitter i don't go on twitter very often chubstep jared if you guys want to follow me but i see there's a lot i notice there's a lot of parody accounts right yes who who are the people that run these parody i don't know accounts? there's a shooter mcgavin yeah from happy gilmore that guy's been around forever yeah like he makes t-shirts also okay, so that one he might be able to make some money. Every little thing that happens is yeah. Happy Gilmore related somehow. Yeah. Everything in sports. Yesterday, the Oscars. Yeah. He, he tweeted something like Steve Harvey right now, and he's doing the double pistols. Yeah. It's like, so who are these people? <laughs> it's a little sad, right? I mean, yeah. like, it's a little bit like you're living through a persona that's not even you. So, like, you're somebody else created this writer of Happy Gilmore created this character, and you've based. The last, how long has this Twitter account been around? Years, maybe, right? But Since years of your life. And he tweets this maybe every day, every other day. Yeah. And you're living through somebody else's creation. You're, li- you're it's, like, it's just, yeah, it's kind of strange. It's a strange thing. And it's a little, it's a, to me, it's a little sad. It's like, it's not even a character <laughs> you made. Like, if you're, if you're a parody account of somebody else. What's another example? Like a parody. Like a, like, I remember, okay. I remember there used to be, when Mark Trustman was coaching the Bears, used to be in Trustman We Trust. Right. And there used to be, or like, I see those all the time. Yes. All the time. I know what you're talking about like the fake coaches and the yes. fake GMs. And Cuddy, we trust. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Cuddy does it. Cuddy does it. There was like a Jake Cutler with like a smiling thing, and it's just like, who are the people that like they live their life through a parody of somebody else? And I understand they're coming up with the content of this, which is somewhat creative in that sense. Yeah, because it has to be relatable and that kind of thing. But it's also like kind of sad that like you're not getting enough through your own you know, kind of persona that you're kind of having to use somebody else's persona to get some sort of gratification it's from that. It's almost like a way of acting. It is almost like a way of acting, but nobody's asking for it. Right. Like you're kind of, but it's like you're acting off. Yeah. It's something that what do you think of parody <laughs> accounts of friends? Um, again, like, like I wasn't think there a parody are, account of you at one point. Yeah. I think, I think things are <laughs> funny in a short term. Like I don't think I think there's a there's a spot and place for it, but when I'm talking about when people like when they do this when you're tweeting out multiple times a day and like you've been doing this for years at some point it like becomes a little it's more like your than whole just day like a becomes, little. What am I going to tweet? What am I going to tweet from an account that is 
made up. It's not about me. And it's not even about me. <laughs> it's the person it's about doesn't even know it exists. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like a weird, I, I'm just curious about those kind of people. Of course, like the YouTube commenter people. I was going to say, those yeah. are the kind of people who comment on YouTube. It would be totally YouTube, yeah, yeah, parody type of people. And I just, I don't really understand that whole thing. I like me a good YouTube argument. Yes. Yes. Those are good. It's good to read. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> good to read. Also, never been involved in one. But you know what? I don't want to get, yeah. I see people argue on Facebook statuses too, like mm-hmm. sports center statuses. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have, what else do you have to do the whole day? <laughs> just like, I know. I, they sit around and be the first comment. Even even the whole concept of sports that, I mean, like, even all the concept of ESPN in general has no effect on anything. Like, no. Like, it's almost like, so ES, ESPN will have something about, I just saw something today, popped up on my phone. Uh, Bears should, you know, should not should not uh, franchise tag Alshon Jeffrey because of his injuries and all that stuff. So that's one person's comment on it that makes no effect on anything. And that was my friend Field Yates doing that, um, Snapchat friend of mine. Uh, so that was one person saying that. But then there's people commenting on that comment. So it's like one layer of something that actually doesn't have any effect on it because his opinion really has no effect on what the Bears will do. No. And then you have people commenting on that comment, and that's even less effect. So like you go down the road. Anything is ruining his it's, day. It's it's just so yeah. Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, if he chooses to look at it. Yeah, but like exactly. It, it's it's just such a weird kind of like the, there are people these putting in these opinions. And this is me talking about that comment. This is even lower than that. This even has less effect, I guess, unless you're it, a whole other layer. Because I have a layer below that yeah. talking about that comment that was about the comment, which was about Alshon Jeffrey, which has no effect on Onions, Alshon Jeffrey. Layers. Yes, exactly. Ogres are like onions. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good quote, Pat. It's a good, a good Shrek quote. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so, so that. Um, I also want to talk about uh, you and me are doing the Polar Plunge. Are you still planning on doing that? Yep. Okay. It's next Polar Saturday. Plunge. This Sunday. It's on Sunday? It's this Sunday. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was the wrong day. <laughs> well, there you go. It's well, March I'm 5th. hoping it's like this global warming. It's well, super warm. So that's the thing. It actually should be. I looked up the weather and. When I checked last, this would be like 50s in the. So it should That's be. It's not a polar plunge. Well, so here's the deal. It'll be fine outside. When you can, the water will still be cold for those that are thinking oh, yeah. like it's going to be soft. The water or, sucks when it's like 75. Yeah. No, when it's. So it's still at the freezing point. The worst I was at was the first year I did it. They actually had to tr- like chunk away the ice so people could go in there. So you were actually going That's in. That's a polar plunge. Yeah. You were going in with like it was slush. It was literally like you were going in the slushy. Um, you know, I think it's a great cause. Why is it so late? Why do they do it so late in the year? Why isn't it in January? That's a good question. I, I don't know because other places will do it in January or February. Like I've seen March is a late. It's obviously they always do it the first weekend in March. Maybe because they don't want people to die. That could be it. I was There was a time last year where somebody, they had to get the ambulance for somebody. That could be it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There's, they're hoping for like 30 degrees. Yeah. The deal is that the 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 the, the water's not going to get warmer, but no. at the same time, it's like the air outside. The air outside gets warmer, and, and it makes it seem a little less special than it is. But honestly, yeah, you're right. It's a good cause, and that's that's really all that that makes a difference. Um, so we got that coming up. Also, here's something that uh, I think I could go off on a tangent on for a while, but I'll maybe stick to a short thing on it. Unless you have something, Pat. Let's skip. Let's skip me. Things. Yeah, we'll skip. Maybe I'll skip this thing for next week. So yeah. Um, how about some bitch what? 
Okay. I said, bitch, 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 yeah. Uh, so today is what? Monday the 27th of February? Yep. Do you know what today is? 227. No, no, I have no idea. It's National Strawberry Day. <laughs> yeah. And what does that mean? Uh, you're supposed to eat strawberries, right? Oh, I don't think so. I, yeah. don't, I don't think that's what it's about. I mean, and I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, it's like, okay. It's like when you think of Emma Stone, I think, wow, she's a strawberry. Right. Okay. <laughs> she's, got, <laughs> she's got red hair. Okay. Right. That's like something yeah. you could call someone who's okay. Very, very um, pretty. Okay. You could call her a strawberry, right? Because the strawberry is a nice fruit. Yep. Is that what National Strawberry Day is? Or do you think it's about the fruit? What What effect does strawberries have on anything? I always thought that these national days were created by like the the Strawberry Council that like. Buy we're just more to promote. We're just to promote. February. We're just to promote strawberries. It doesn't seem like a weird day, right? It doesn't seem like they would ever be in season. No. No. It's um, not a weekend. You can't get romantic with it. Yeah. Well, I don't think Today's it's always. It's a Monday. It's the most miserable day of the week. <laughs> uh, spice I mean, it up with a strawberry. But I, yeah, it's interesting that you described the girl as a strawberry. I've only heard that ever with like a peach. She's a real peach, which can either mean she's nice or it can mean she's a bitch. If you're yeah. like saying it sarcastically, sarcastically. yeah. <laughs> uh, but a strawberry, I like that for like a, a cute redhead. Could be a strawberry, right? But yeah. what do you think it actually means? You think it's for people to go buy strawberries? That's why the day was created. Like it's not like Strawberry Appreciation Who Day. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. It um, actually bothers me if I care at all that this day was created. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to agree with you on that one. I just I, I don't understand what does why that we make you stupid. Why is it National Strawberry Day? Yeah. Did somebody in Congress sign yeah. this off? Yeah, I don't I, know. When is National Chubstep Day? Do we ever come up with that? Maybe we should. Yeah. It's a national day of yeah. observation. Because <laughs> apparently there's very little qualification for what. No, it's we just strawberries. Gotta, we got to find a day that doesn't have anything else, and then there'll be National Chubstep Day. It's going to be pretty hard to do. Yeah, because you're right. Everything these days exists. Yep, that's true. That's very true. That's very, very true. So, uh, yeah, bitch what? Shut up, bitch! <laughs> I like it, I like it. Um, I was thinking maybe we do a, uh, a Jeff Goldblum movie review. Yeah. Hi, hi, hi. I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. <laughs> because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. People always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Pat, 1988. You've seen a lot of movies from this year. I'm sure you've seen Earth Girls Are Easy. Um, how dare you speak to me? Yeah, how dare you speak to me? Directed by Julian Temple. You know him? No. I wouldn't expect you to because he hasn't done anything else I've recognized. But that doesn't mean he hasn't done any quality work. I just don't understand. You know, I haven't seen the movies that he's done. So 
This movie, 1988. This is starring Mr. Jeff Goldblum. Of course. Mr. Jim Carrey. Nice. And Mr. Damon Wayans. I don't know. Damon Wayne says uh, Major Payne. You ever see Major, Major Payne, the movie? No. Okay. That's a good movie. You should watch that. I should? It was, uh, as a youth, that was one of the movies I really enjoyed. Goldblum is not in it. So it's the reason I say it's starting these guys, these guys are aliens. Oh. Um, and their names, for some reason, this is what doesn't make any sense. Damon Wayne's character is named Ziplo. Jim Carrey's name is Whiplock. And Jeff Goldblum is just Mac. <laughs> <laughs> So they're all aliens Keeping from the same easy. planet. Basically, what happens is that they're, these aliens are flying around Earth. They get some connection on their TV that they have in their spaceship. And uh, then they are looking at some kind of like, I don't know, their music videos or workout videos where they see some girls. Um, and then they start getting aroused. And then they start fighting over who can look through this television screen. Of arousal. Of arousal. And then they ran into the controls and then it crashes them into the pool of Gina Davis who's also starring in this movie. Nice. She's also Strawberry. Gina Davis is not a redhead. In so, isn't she? Okay, well, maybe she... A little bit? Not really. I, maybe she's in some movies. But some movies. I don't... I feel like I've seen her I've, as a Strawberry. Yeah, I've seen her in real life, and she yeah. doesn't have... Doesn't oh, you've have seen her now. in real life? Well, she, she has is, best friends? She is an exorcist, which we do work on at work. We nice. do... Voice of work on at work is a great statement. Uh, we do some ADR for it at work. You tell her I love Beetlejuice. Yeah, she's done now. The season is done for Exorcist. Well, but if I see her, her again, I will let you know that you love Beetlejuice. So she's in this. She's also in The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. And another movie with Jeff Goldblum that we'll, lay, uh, that we'll uh, later on display. But also, as I've pointed out earlier, they were married. And they actually got married during the movie, during this movie. Uh, Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum were married. So they crash into Gina Davis's pool. And... Then also in this movie are Michael McKean. Michael McKean is in, uh, you recognize him from a lot of like Best in Show. He's in that movie a lot. But he was also in, little fun fact for you, he was in the movie Still Breathing with Brendan Fraser. Oh, uh, tie it all together. Tying it all together. So also the other guy that was notable in this, Charles Rocket was in this. And he was Nicholas Andre in Dumb and Dumber. He's kind of the guy with the gun. He's kind of the uh, bad guy. I don't know if you remember him in Dumb and Dumber. The bad guy? So he's the suit? He has the gun. He's the suit. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Pat's pointing a picture of Gina Davis' red hair. Yes, correct. You know what? Honestly, uh, Gina Davis is looking really good in this movie. I'm not going to lie to you. Nice. Um, anyway, you kinda, it kind of tied it all together for me uh, with the whole concept of this movie. So the whole thing is that uh, she is going through a kind of breakup with her fiancé. And then these guys kind of land, you know, in her pool, and she doesn't really know what to do. Because of the implication. There's a lot of this, there's a lot of things in this movie that I can go through here. Here's, here's the part of weird thing for, it's very 80s. It's very 80s movie. What uh, do you mean? Just so clat, like the hairstyles, everything, it's very, like the music. A lot of like, seem like custom music for the movie. Um, there's a movie in it where it just says that the whole, the whole lyrics are literally like, I like guys that are tall and dumb. So That's, sure. That was the, <laughs> like me. Uh, then, then they they have like just songs. Then there's like this whole song about "Cause uh, I'm Blonde" song. It's and it's just all talking about how blondes How's are. It go? I, we could look up the lyrics. Uh, you know, what, maybe I'll throw a little section of it on here. I want to know.
So basically, they're saying that just blondes have no brains and that uh, they could decide to work, but they choose not to, well, and all this stuff. That's offensive. That would not fly today. <laughs> so that was, it was kind of just a weird thing. It was just randomly thrown in it. And I found, and I looked it up at the end, and it says they literally threw that in after the movie was completed because they, they deleted were too many seasons. So this is just some random, like they're going to the beach, and then it just cuts to some musical where they are where they are just talking about how blondes are. It's not the aliens talking about it. They are literally just like normal humans just talking about how dumb blondes are. It was just some random scene thrown in there. The aliens pick up on the language really fast. They watch the movie, and they're able like, I, you know, basically mimic people's thoughts and like the way they speak. So Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans, they were both in, in living color like a year after this, but this is before they're on in living cover. This is before Jim Carrey was really in anything big. So this is kind of early, but it was very Jim Carrey, like early Jim Carrey esque, you know, mask esque, that kind of like personality in this, but they come and they're all hairy. They come from the <laughs> planet and they're like covered in hair. They're like, they look like, um, like planet of the apes. apes. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not like that. More like planet of the apes type oh. thing. They have like hair on their face and all this stuff. And then they go to the barbershop and they just get clean shaven. And then they look like humans. That was the what? only difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, if you're an so, alien, why do you care? I, it's a good point. But, well, they wanted... No, the reason they did this is because Gina Davis wanted them to look like humans so that she could... Because they... There's a whole story. I'm not going to get into all the details of it. Basically, she needed them to look like humans so that they could blend in. So they... Yeah, they, she worked... She cut nail. Or she, uh, she was a nail stylist, is what she did, if that's the right term. Um, so, uh, here's a couple of fun facts. There... Jeff Goldman plays the piano in this, like he does in many movies. He sees some guy play the piano on TV, and then he comes up and he starts playing the piano. He's, it's a very classic Goldman trope. Yes, very jazzy. Um, so it kind of becomes a little love affair between him and Gina Davis in this. Goldman's looking really good in this. Yeah. I'm wondering right now, side by side, who's better looking, a young Jeff Goldblum or a young Brendan Fraser? And originally, I would have thought Brendan Fraser all the way. I'm starting is, to think. These are things you, you think about? I'm starting to think it might, Goldblum is up there. Young Jeff Goldblum is a good looking guy. Here's uh, here's this is also a weird thing. This movie is very campy. It's very like there's just random like it's not trying to take itself seriously, which is the nice thing. It's multiple musicals in this thing where they'll just break out in a song, um, and it's just kind of like a weird like <laughs> it's just weird like they just throw it in there for no reason. Another little fun fact here: Janice Dickinson, the model. Do you remember her? She was on uh, she was in a lot of those VH1 shows for a while. No, she was like one of the, they say she was the first VH1 shows. Yeah, like, like the. What? Uh, celebrity house what are the the house ones the, the i don't remember what they were like, like the with real like, housewives of something not real house before real housewives but like celebrity i don't know somebody's gonna know what i'm talking about on this and you know get mad at me for well, not I remembering don't. it janice dixon was first like supermodel okay as she claims you know um anyway she was apparently in this movie and all the scenes that she was in got cut and she didn't find out till she showed up to the premiere and watched the movie that she was no longer in the movie, <laughs> apparently. That's a super bummer. Yeah, it is. A, it would be a super bummer. Also, here's another fun fact. Um, Britney Spears and Iggy Azalea made a song called Pretty Girl. And the music video for that movie is all complete. The music video for that song is completely based on the movie Earth Girls Are Easy, 1988. Kind of a random little thing. That's pretty random. Yeah, it is really random. So maybe they were inspired by it. Maybe they were. So here's the deal. I enjoyed this movie. They said in that movie about blondes. Yes. Maybe they went to show they're not Probably. that dumb. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but by making a girl a song called Pretty Girl, which is not uh, emphasizing the. How's that song go? I actually don't know. You don't? No. 
I, uh, no. Do you know? No, I don't. Okay. I just <laughs> that's, wanted to hear that's good. It's a good pod when neither of us know the topic we're talking about. But I do I'm know sorry, that that's a fact. I don't know the Britney Spears. People, people the know that song. song. Yeah, I don't know that song. Um, but I actually enjoyed this movie. I, I thought it was, it's ridiculous. It, it doesn't really make much sense. Just logistics of this movie doesn't make any sense. Um, but uh, it's kind of enjoyable. It's kind of like a, a, a more enjoyable rom-com type thing because there's like some funny type of parts in there. Not like laugh out loud funny, but like, you know, lighthearted stuff. Uh, but it's kind of like an interesting love type story and uh, something different. It's different. It is not, it, what I liked about it is, is not just like paint by numbers type of thing. It was like a different, at least it was like something different. I haven't seen the same thing a billion times. Even though this is ridiculous, I, I enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. That's what I'd say Wait, about did that. you give it a rating? Oh, it's a Jeff Goldblum. It's a top tier Jeff there Goldblum movie. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. All right, Pat. What else? Uh, what else you got there? If you like cheese, you should totally eat from this place called Cheesies. I've heard. I recently heard about Cheesies. Cheesies is awesome. Yeah, I got Cheesies on Friday, so I'll give you an example. I got the Popper. Okay. This is a grilled cheese, but it's cheddar cheese, cream cheese, cheddar sauce, mm. fresh jalapeno slices, bacon on sourdough bread. With spicy chipotle mayo dipping sauce, A plus. Not to mention mac and cheese bites. I got a side side of those as well. Okay, awesome. Just the menus, just like so. If you like cheese, like you can't go wrong. Yeah, just yeah. different kinds of cheeses on everything. I love it. And it's mostly grilled cheeses, correct? That's kind of their main staple. Mostly. Yeah. There's like grilled cheese with like mac and cheese on it. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's just versions of cheese. I loved it. Yeah. 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 Maybe we should have. Uh, a friend of the show, Justin B. Seven Nine Five, his cheese review, and have him talk about cheese. Cheesies. It's in Chicago, so he lives in Milwaukee, so maybe it'd be difficult. But uh, yeah, it would be good. To maybe uh, he comes up here, I bring him there. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, I've heard good things. They, I know. they, they have <clears> like <throat> different, um, I guess, themes. Like there's a barbecue one. Yeah. There's a Mexican style one. Um, there's an Italian style one. Mm-hmm. It's just like. So many different options, and I love cheese. Yeah. So I was looking at this menu, and I'm like, I would literally eat everything on it. Yeah. If I could. Yeah. No, that's a uh, that's very interesting. And speaking of food, I heard um, through the grapevine they're getting rid of the naked chicken chalupa already. Oh, Ooh. no. Um, you and me are both enjoy that. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I, I liked it. It exceeded my expectations. I and heard it's getting pulled already. Yeah, that's not a good sign for the naked. Wonder why that is. You think it's health reasons? I, I think it's. I think it doesn't appeal. Like I think just, I think just the design of it doesn't appeal to a lot of people. I think just, just the. the I guess look I'm of not it. a lot of people, man. <laughs> well, you like to try the LTOs, and I like to try the LTOs, but I feel like just in general, it's like it's very different than it's like a, a chicken-based thing, and most of, most of Taco Bell is not chicken-based. It's a no. beef-based thing. And yeah, then it's just, it looks yeah. different. Taco Bell beef isn't that great. It's not. And no. and you would think this chicken would not be a, a good around. The but this t- was actually, like, I think it was actually chicken. That's what it seemed like. It yeah. seemed like it actual seems chicken. It seemed like it was actually <laughs> which chicken. Is, which is a good sign. Versus whatever it usually is. Yes, versus whatever it usually is, and uh, which is scary yeah. to think about. But I would I would agree. It's enjoyable. I think they could keep a, a section of it on the, you know. And you could you could do variations with the naked chicken chalupa. You could start put using steak that. On as, mine. Yeah, you could put steak on it. They could have LTOs of the LTOs, and it would be fine. Wow. But apparently it's. But the only reason they pull that kind of stuff is because it's not doing good. Oh. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on the Big Mac shapes and sizes? Have you seen? I don't. The really, Grand Mac. Yeah. The it, Junior Mac. Is the Grand Mac just bigger meat patties? 
I think. It's basically like Mondo Burger from Good Burger. Mondo Burger. They're just putting the little juices in and it's expanding. It's just getting super Yeah, big. but they, what people don't know is it's poisoning them. This stuff's not good you for think? you. Well, in Mondo Burger, according you know, in, in the Good Burger world, yeah. that's true. Don't watch any documentaries on pink slime. We'll just yeah. ruin fast food for <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, avoid that. Every girl who ever posted that just drove me nuts. Yeah. Just let me enjoy it. Yeah. I know it's not good for me. Matt wants to live in his fantasy world. Where, I just know. I know it's where, not good for me. Yeah. Okay. You don't I don't need, need to, to know the details. Yeah. You don't know. Do you want to know the details of the milk you're drinking? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. People like milk. Yeah. I like milk. Yeah. And cheese. And cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. I. Uh, I, I don't know what the, the Big Mac, and Mini Mac, and then the Mondo Mac. <laughs> That's what they should call it. Mondo Mac. The Mondo Mac. I mean, is it necessary? I don't really think so, right? I mean, no. What do you think of uh, places taking restaurants from movies? Like, if they were to make a Good Burger or a Mondo Burger, are you talking kind of like I how saw they did in the Middle East? They came out with a crusty crab. Really? Yeah. So kind of like um, they did with the bubblegum shrimp from That's Forrest Gump. That's a yeah. real thing. Uh, pretty hard to mess up shrimp. It is pretty hard to mess up shrimp. Shrimp is pretty easy, but to me. I'm fine with them doing that. Like that's an appeal for me, and I actually, I actually kind of like as long as the food can be quality. Like I would be interested to see what they would make for the secret sauce. You know, like if right. I went to a good burger the good place, burger sauce. and then I would be or curious that, to see what's what it, it the Ed sauce. It was Ed's Secret Sauce, Ed's yeah. Secret, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'd be curious to see what they had on the menu for, like, it would just be a normal burger place that would add, like, a good sauce. Excuse me, I want to talk to Ed. Yeah. Carmen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Electra when she comes in um, and tries to seduce him. And then I could come in there and try to seduce someone for what their sauce recipe is. So you kind of recreate the things that you grew up as a kid watching. You could create that in real life. I always wanted to go to Stan Makita's Donuts because I love yeah. Wayne's World. Yeah. And they never, I don't, Stan Makita, man, could have made so much money doing yeah. that. I don't know why he didn't. I think it could last a certain amount of time, but I guess the, the bubblegum shrimp has been a legit thing for a while now. If they put a Stan Makita's Donuts in Aurora, people would go to it. Yeah. No, you're, they you're would. definitely, they still Including would. Including myself. Still would. I feel like they would have, you know, made a little more money earlier on, but they still could make money now. But the deal is that if you, it's to me, it's just like a little extra bonus. As long as your food is quality enough, if you have that little extra bonus associated with it, then why not? Like if you have, if you get even ten percent more just because somebody's like, oh, I've seen the movie, I want yeah, to go. Yeah, they probably got to probably gotta give a percentage. Yeah, to yeah. Whoever made the movie. Yeah, the rights to the movie, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But um, it could still sell. It could still sell. I think it's interesting. I, I I think it's a good idea if it, you know, why not? Yeah. Why not? R- random thing here back that I ran across the other day. Do you know Sega had a game called Moonwalker? No, but I remember Sega. Yeah. No one ever talks about that. No, they don't. Uh, Sega had a game called Moonwalker, which was about Michael Jackson, and he would go around and he would save kidnap kids. By moonwalking? He would move by moonwalking. <laughs> and th- the, the concept of the game was literally to save kidnap kids. And how disturbing is that That's now? That's pretty messed up. Like, obviously, in hindsight, that was yeah. a big, uh, big no-no. I'll save you. <laughs> That's just such a weird thing, right? Like, of all the things, of all the things, you have Michael, you have a game that yeah, literally came out on like Sega. Yeah, moon walk-off or something? You think if he's some sort of dance game? Or like, no, it's literally like he's saving, he's saving from a bad guy named Mr. Big. He's the evil Mr. Big. Not Mr. Big. Not Mr. Big. Um, and he's saving kidnapped kids. So, yeah, just disturbing little uh, shot back at history and maybe... Uh, Can you still get Sega? Like people still, like, I, I'm sure. I, no one f- ever talks about Sega. It was yeah. always about the old Nintendo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, I, I think 
uh, that Nintendo did a better job in multiplayer games. And so I think Sega was like Sonic. Yeah, and so it's an individual game. And so like when you have these multiplayer games, you guys can kind of you got a nostalgia feeling with playing N sixty four, and you guys can all play. Yeah, like that goes you did. away pretty quick with a one. Yeah, with yeah. a one player game, it's kind of like uh, now I just have better versions of this are out now and better right. systems. But it, at the time, it was a good system. I enjoyed Sega a lot. I did too. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't think it holds up just because of the multiplayer component. Just my thoughts. I could be wrong about that. You're just saying? I'm just saying. Hey, I'm just saying. That's my segment. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I have some Tanzania news, Pat. Of course. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that the patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. EC oral surgeon fills need in Tanzania. So this uh, mustached man, Frank Bald of Elizabeth people City. mustaches. He has a mustache. Uh, he basically has, uh, he's a dentist, oral surgeon dentist, um, that has been going to Tanzania, and he basically just gives away his kind of services. He just kind of does different procedures on people. Gives away for free? Yes, he does. Wow. And so it's kind of like a volunteer thing he does. It's very nice of him to do that. He works, um, he went to North Carolina Chapel Hill. He wants to start getting the dental school there involved. So here's a crazy fact about Tanzania, uh, not good fact, is that there's a need for (laughs) maxillofacial surgeons in Tanzania. The country has only 30 in a population of over 50 million. So 30 people and 50 million. Dentists in Tanzania are also rare. There's one dentist for every 200,000 people in Tanzania. I guess that's a pretty bad number. Compared to one for every 2,300 in the U.S. It's almost times 10? Yeah. Oh, sorry, almost by 100, Pat. 10 would be 20,000. Oh. 100, yeah. There's I'm all... not a doctor, man, okay? <laughs> okay, so there's 100 times less, uh, you know, Per person, per dentist to per person ratio. You got someone like Tom Tommy P bitching at you about not getting your teeth cleaned. Yeah, exactly. So rinsing. <laughs> so and here's the thing, and in those in those dentists in Tanzania are using way. This guy was saying like barbaric type tools. Like he was like when he went and started working in these some of these like places and trying to help out people. He was like these tools are like insane. Like how are people performing with these kind of tools that they have? So it's like a wrench, a big problem. Yeah, I guess I don't Yanked really know. But, so this guy would go to Tanzania. So and like things like they don't have, um, they only have four of those X-ray machines that kind of take the whole X-ray of your face. There's only four of those in Tanzania, in all the country. Oh, so you take like, like these these people will have big tumors and stuff like that, and like this, there's just not the demand of people having like cancerous tumors or these kind of things in their mouth just is way higher than the amount of like available help there so that's why he's going to do that he's trying to get the dental school involved which would be a cool thing if they could kind of get that going but one of the crazy things here that i i found interesting in this was they said in many in many cases tanzanians rely on witch doctors to often cure cures before anyone goes to the doctor um so he saw evidence of this he noticed like a little 19th century that's what that's that's what the deal that's the reality though Wow. I mean, he says, you know, because there's not enough doctors, maybe people don't have enough money, whatever it is. 
I'm sure there's a high waiting list. I know there's a high waiting list. They say this in the thing. So there's more witch doctors than dentists, probably. It's <laughs> a good question. I don't know what the it's witch a doctor does. That does, but they start there, and he said he was working on this guy, and he noticed all these small cuts around his face, like around his jawline, and he's like, "What is that?" And he found out that the guy, the witch doctor, had cut um, slits into his jaw to let the bad spirits out. What? And it worked. No, <laughs> no, it did not work. You actually fooled me yeah. for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we don't know. We don't know what the spirit situation is. But based on the uh, the rest of the situation, maybe the Dude, spirits are out. cut up his face? Yeah, the, the witch doctor cut up his face. Scars. He's got some cool scars. Chicks take scars. Not in the face. I don't know. Have you seen uh, The Scorpion King with with the rock so we're gonna base it off that <laughs> michael clark's dungan michael clark dungan's character in that had two huge scars across his face and uh, he looked pretty cool to me but uh in this case i don't know how a bunch of slits around your, your jaw sure line would work take the scars or chair <laughs> takes the scars it's a good question it's a good question i don't know what his relationship was with females in that uh, in that situation but uh either way uh not not great here, but it is a good thing that this guy's doing. It's kind of a cool thing to kind of get uh, when these. I kind of like when you see like uh, plastic surgeons going and like doing cleft palate surgeries in Mexico and that kind of thing, and this kind of stuff. Like when you see the this dentist is going over and just giving yeah. all these. these not looking like, for a handout. These just are life. Yeah, life for You know, these are. They talked about one guy had such a big tumor in his mouth he could hardly breathe out of his mouth, and like they can remove that kind of stuff. You know, and this is just like major stuff that these guys can go over there and do. And if they can get more people involved, that's a cool thing. So, uh, yeah, Tanzania. Shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to him. Mustache. Mustache. <laughs> Guys with the mustache, yeah. man. You have anything else here, Pat? This is a real shitty ad. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it real fast. On Instagram, sponsored okay. by Toyota. It's a picture of, like, a yellow lab. Yep. And it says, and the lab's, like, putting on a cute face. Yeah. And it just, like, destroyed the kitchen. Yeah. So there's stuff all over yep. there. It says, you work on disciplining that face. We'll work on your car. Toyota. <laughs> Nothing to do with the car. No. Such a stupid. Yes, they're just trying to. Like, what are they trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. Are they trying to say like, what do you mean? We'll work on your car. I don't get what that means. Like, you'll fix it up. We'll pick you out a car while you got to worry about your dog who just trashed your house. I don't. I don't get the people who put these ads together. But you know what bothers me? It probably worked. <laughs> It probably worked. A bunch of girls saw this and they're like, "Oh, they thought it was okay. They care about me and my dog. I'm gonna get a Camry." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a little, it's a little uh, patronizing. It's a little bit uh, insulting. A little bit insulting. Yeah, insulting. Yep, I would agree with that. I don't care. Yep. No, I, I, I agree. Talk about Toyota's probably got really good gas mileage. Yeah, I care about about that. that. Not something that has nothing to do with no. the car. So that was a really shitty ad. I almost did bitch one on that, but I yeah. saw National Strawberry Day, and I was like, "That's equal." That's as, it. Yeah, that, that <laughs> is it today. Well, yeah, that was like a runner-up. Like a yeah, yeah. consolation yeah. prize. Consolation prize goes to Toyota. Thank you, Toyota. Um, well, that concludes the show, guys. Email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail Follow us on Twitter at Chubstep Podcast, Facebook Chubstep Podcast, and write us the reviews on iTunes. New episodes every Thursday. And the show has ended. All right. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin. Or I don't go shopping and I just walk my happy ass to Jimmy John's or McDonald's.